going on everyone this is the popcorn he rose review of enola holmes a netflix movie i am yep. armando with me as always is pedro what's going on man hello hello what's going on what's going on all right pedro so we are going to be talking about the latest one of <laughs> one of the latest netflix movies called enola holmes mm-hmm. starring henry cavill and the girl from Stranger Things, I got her name right now. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Um, so, Pedro, as we usually do, we uh, do our one out of five quick dots and a small, small spoiler-free dots. All right, buddy? And then we could just jump and right into it. All right. But wait, but, the premise. Oh, oh, my God. Pedro, oh. You saved the podcast dude, from being a failure. You saved it, man. Yeah, almost. The <sighs> listeners would have been like, these fucking oh my God. nobodies. How can they not? They're not consistent. Consistency. Yes, man. we are. Consistency. Yes, we are, listeners. Pedro, tell All us right. the premise. All right. So, Enola Holmes is based off the book series, The Enola Holmes Mysteries by Nancy Springer. Mm. And just like the title, it is about a Holmes family member, about a sister that no one knew ever existed. (laughs) So the movie pretty much follows the... What was it? Oh, yes. So she's being raised by her mother, by herself. The mother goes missing, and now she's trying to find her mother with the help of her brothers. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. (laughs) <laughs> Lovely. Amazing recap, Pedro. Only you could do Thanks. such greatness. Thank All you. right. So, what did you think, Pedro? Small thoughts, one out of five. You know, I actually give it a four out of five. I actually really liked it. I thought it was going to be garbage. I guess I went into it thinking, oh, man, this is this is so stupid. Yeah. I don't know. It looks so cheesy. And, yeah, it is kind of cheesy, but it just felt right. Like... Yeah, well, we'll get into the specifics later, but pretty much I just thought it was a really fun movie, and I didn't think it was, I don't know, I don't know how to say it without, nah, I'll get into the spoilers on that part, (laughs) but I just thought it was really fun, and I thought, uh, yeah, each actor did a pretty good job of, you know, portraying their roles just as exaggerated as it needed to be, and uh, the overall conflict, I guess, I enjoyed it was definitely a lot more adult than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be very kitty going into it, and it wasn't. I mean, it had its kitty moments, but overall, I was like, oh, shit, this is actually a pretty mature movie. So, I don't know. It, it I liked it so much because it surprised me. I went into it with a certain mindset, and it, and it, and it showed me something else. So, overall, overall, I do recommend it, yep. and I'm excited to see the, the rest of them, the sequels. Hopefully, they're as good. If they ever do it. If they ever do it, yeah. Um, I, I, I agree with you, Pedro. I'm literally right in the same boat with you. I, I give it four out of five. I thought, uh, as I was watching it, I just, I just felt very happy watching the movie. I felt mm-hmm. entertained. I felt like I was into the story. Um, I liked the characters. Nobody in this movie was a shitty character to me, in my eyes. Like I, I, I mm-hmm. didn't hate none of them. Um and I also I enjoyed Millie Bobby Brown I think she carried the movie pretty well like she held her own yes and I think that's like key to the 
the key reason why this movie worked so well is because she was very likable. She was very charismatic, and she, like like I said in the beginning, she carried the movie. She was able to carry this movie on her own, and I think that's, I think that made the movie so much better. Because, you know, sometimes they cast these kids and these movies and they can't carry shit, you know? But she was able to mm-hmm. do that. Um, and, and it felt really good. And, you know, she's she's a great actress, dude. Like, the more I see... Like, in this movie, on its own, like, I mean... I was like, damn, she's really good at, you know, her craft or whatever. Um, I think she, she kicked... She she kicked it out of the, uh, kicked it out of the park. Um... I I enjoyed finally hearing her British accent. <laughs> oh right, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it was really good to see that, and also Henry Cavill's British accent. Also, like it was. Yep. It was good to see you know those two happening there. Yeah, uh, um, th- them in their element. Yeah, exactly. Um, it didn't bother me that you know the 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 you know how people were talking about how this is a, a very um, happy or or loving. Holmes, Sherlock Holmes. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't really bother me. But the thing no. is that I didn't, I didn't think it was that of an exaggeration. Like I don't, I don't think is. I mm-hmm. felt like he was in character in the sense of just like he was just very stoic, very quiet, and very like, just looking and analyzing everything. You know, the, yeah. the the way that people made it seem, it made it seem like he was very like, like oh, like happy. I mean, like a very right. You know emotionally uh, available and like open character and very loving like I, he wasn't like that mm-hmm. you know? he was just very quiet and methodical I guess you can say yeah I, I read more about that and uh, I'll get into it as we get more into the podcast as and more into the review so you can see but it's not it's more of a loophole rather than like a complaint it was just, it was a very strange thing I was like what what do you I, I thought the same thing you did I'm like he wasn't that loving what did they mean and then there was a whole thing about the rights and the certain way you got to play the character. And I'm like, oh, I see. It's just a loophole to try and sue them. It was so strange. Yeah, okay. I see where you're coming from. But overall, man, I, I really enjoyed the movie. I, I thought it was, you know, it was worth the time that I spent with it. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I felt like the mystery was good. Um, and, and the movie kept its pace. And I don't think it ever slowed down where I was kind of like, ah, come on, hurry up, you know. Get yeah, on to the I, next I, one. I agree. So mm-hmm. I think overall it was it was a good movie. Uh, Pedro, yeah. do you recommend it? Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I also recommend for it. for everyone. I, I I can't even think of. I don't know. I can't even think of any moviegoer that I wouldn't recommend it to. I'd be like, hey, you should check it out. It's a fun movie. Yeah, exactly. You're absolutely right. Um, I I yeah, I definitely recommend it. And I think if anyone has a chance to watch it, or is wondering what to watch. This is a movie out right mm-hmm. out there you could check out, and of course it's on Netflix, so you're not really yeah. losing anything. But an yeah. hour and a half of your time, or two hour, I think it was a two hour runtime. Um, there was a yeah, go ahead. There, there was a good point you brought up earlier that uh, that she carried the movie, and you're right because again, one of the things I went into going into the movie, I was like, oh, they got Henry Cavill because they needed someone to carry the movie. Like he probably just makes like small scenes, and those scenes are probably what makes the movie. But you know what? No, it didn't. No, I didn't it was be, definitely I didn't... her carrying it from beginning to end. I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah. You're an enjoyable host because you know exactly. she breaks the fourth wall. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think I really enjoyed that moment. Those moments where she breaks that that wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll get more into it right now, but I also I, I enjoyed 
the, like, the fact that Harry and Cavill wasn't that much in the movie, to be honest with you. Yes. Uh, he, yes. He, was, he was sprinkled in at, perfectly throughout the movie, and I, and I love that. And just like uh, Helen Bottom Carter, the fact that mm-hmm. she was sprinkled in also in the movie was fucking perfect. And yeah. it just worked very well with everything that was happening. So, I think I it agree. was great movie overall. But, Pedro, let's get into the spoilers. Let's jump right into gritty. it. And uh, have a huge conversation or not. But, spoilers ahead. If you haven't <laughs> seen the movie, spoilers ahead. If uh, you've seen the movie, follow us along. If you haven't, look at where we are. Pause it. Come back. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't care. Whatever. Let's get into it. Pedro, spoilers ahead. All right. Spoilers. spoilers ahead here we go so not really spoilers but just to get into the whole uh, Sherlock Holmes feels emotion type thing for sure go for it so apparently in the first half first three quarters of the books the old books he's very like kind of like how um, oh, what's his name Benedict Cumberbatch plays him very like straight to the point like fuck you you're an asshole you guys aren't on my level of intellect you know that type of thing and then he dies fighting Moriarty. Oh, and then after that, he's missing and then he comes back. So pretty much they had the rights to the books where Sherlock is before he dies, fake dies. And apparently when you have the rights to that, you need to have the character a certain way. Mm. Now, when they had him in the Enola Holmes movie, they had him feeling more. And I guess the estate of, uh, what's his name? Conan Doyle. That, that's the writer of the Sherlock Holmes movie, uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, books. They pretty much said, oh, you didn't pay for the rights for the feeling Sherlock Holmes. Only the, you know, the more hard-ass Sherlock Holmes. So we're going to sue you. And I'm just like, really? <laughs> that's so strange. That's such a weird loophole. Like, what the that is so fuck? <laughs> So that's where it came from, because all the headlines pretty much say everyone's upset with the feeling homes. But when you actually click into the articles, I was looking, I'm like, oh, no, this has to do because they want to sue them for that. That's that's weird because it's they're portraying an older homes rather than a younger homes personality wise, according to the books. Very strange. I was like, yeah, man, whatever. Fuck it. You guys are weird. (laughs) That's a a stupid lawsuit, essentially. Yeah, very stupid. I'm sure they're not going to win. They're not going to win that shit. I mean, Stranger Things have happened. Ha, Stranger Things. Yeah, it but, is uh, true. <laughs> but yeah, talking about Stranger Things, I really, uh, like we mentioned before we got into this, I really enjoyed how she booked the fourth wall. And it caught me by surprise mm-hmm. when the movie started. And then it caught me by surprise that it kept happening. Because <laughs> I thought it was just yeah. like an intro thing. But then it just kept yep. happening. Yeah, I, uh, I I liked it. It was almost Fleabag-ish. Yeah. It was actually, yeah. And in the beginning, I was like, oh, it's one of these. Oh, look at her. She's copying Fleabag, but not as good. But you know what? The more I watched it, the more I realized it adds to her character because that whole family's insane. They're all like not mentally, socially there. So it makes sense that it's just her and her mom. And maybe she's like bored out of her mind sometimes with no uh, one around. So she talks, so she to, talks to herself. Yeah. Yeah. So her breaking the fourth wall is just her like, oh, this is going on in my head because I'm fucking crazy. So it added to the character. It's like, oh, yeah, she's really socially awkward. Like Holmes, like her mom, like her brother. They're all socially awkward people in different ways. And it's just nice that they portrayed that with her, too. So, yeah, it, it, it grew on me. After a couple of minutes, I was like, eh, 
that and then i was like all right there we go i see what you're doing that's a good way to look at it because i didn't look at it in that sense and that's actually it makes it goes very well with the movie and her character and it it just makes complete sense that it's her coping it's essentially her coping mechanism uh, and dealing Mm -hmm. with shit so that's pretty good that's a good one i didn't think of it that way huh interesting but yeah i i enjoyed that part of the aspect of her character um i also enjoyed the fact that uh it, it did those quick cuts to her past like things that were happening and oh yeah i, I really those moments i really enjoyed too it, it added more depth to the movie mm-hmm. yeah the flashbacks of like how she trained pretty much she's not a mary sue she's yeah. not she's not just magically smart and good at everything whenever something happens and you're like how the hell does she know that move well you look at the flashbacks and then it shows it and it's like oh yeah she trained her whole fucking life with her mom that was training her for the, for you know this shit and they gave her a very big weakness which is that specific move that she the tried to replicate <laughs> she did it twice in the beginning and totally failed and then at the end was when she finally got it and smashed that dude's head i was like oh yeah. fuck <laughs> I did not uh, expect that. So there were moments either. like that where I'm like, oh, it's not a kid's movie. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I think that's what I I enjoyed the most about it, that it wasn't kiddie. You know, it, mm-hmm. like you said, and when you said your part, it had some of those moments in there, but it wasn't, it didn't overtake the movie and didn't overtake the theme. The movie was very adult. It was very, you know, uh, straightforward. Um and it just had these comedic moments that you could tell that are the kitty moments of the movie. Mm-hmm. But overall, in general, it wasn't that, you know. And I think that's that that made me more enjoy the movie even more. Because if it was kitty, yeah, I would be like, oh, okay, I see what's happening or whatever. Kids having fun, but it wasn't, and it it was it had more serious themes. And of course, the almost the majority of the backdrop of the movie was the the women's suffrage. And, and yep. I thought that was super interesting, you know? Yep. I, I, I thought the same thing. So some of the reviews that I had read ahead of time, they were like, oh, it's pandering. Uh, you know, I'm tired of seeing that. But when I watch it, I'm like, dude, that's the time. This is what's happening. This mm-hmm. is the movement. And you and, and then the movie is pretty much doing what Mad Men would do. You know how Mad Men would have those moments where you're like, oh, man, I can't believe he's like talking to her like that. Or I can't yeah. believe like... You know, like there were just moments where you just kind of get shocked, like, what the fuck? How can you do that? And then they show it here because mm-hmm. that's how it was. Yeah. And then the whole thing of them trying to stop the vote so that women don't get, you know, the vote. It was just like it all made sense in the um, the timeline. Yeah. And it was a good way of putting it all over and then making a female as the protagonist and then her mom like with the disappearance i knew from the get-go when the mom disappeared i'm like it has to do with her building like a you know the suffrage movement did you did you know it was a suffrage movement from the beginning because i didn't notice that oh man from the from the the moment where she walks in and then all the women are at the table yeah and they're and they're talking. I was like, "This is the suffrage movement. That, that that's it for sure." Oh, shit. From that moment, I was like, "I was like, it's gonna be one of these movies," and then it, it really just does make sense. It does. So I I didn't think it was like I don't know pandering or like oh god no no was, not at all. I'm just like this is this is great. It explains exactly what women went through here, and then she uses uh 
how do I word it? She uses things that were meant to inhibit women, like the corset. You know, you tighten the yeah. women up so they could show, and then she uses that as body armor. So, like, things that are used to, I quote-unquote, torture women <laughs> yeah, are is used to enhance her abilities. So, I thought that was pretty cool. I'm curious if uh, that woman's going to be, like, her cue for the sequels and maybe come out with, like, other sort of gadgets that have to do with, I don't know, something like high heels is, like, a weapon, something like that. That would be pretty interesting if they keep playing off that. Yeah. No, I I agree, and and, and the movie definitely wasn't pandering, because it, it it wasn't throwing it in your face. At, at, when mm-hmm. a movie panders, it's when it's putting it in your face and it keeps beating you with it. And I feel that is pandering. This movie it just had that backdrop, mm-hmm. which the movie wasn't about that. It didn't have nothing to do with that. It's just yeah. something that was happening in the background. And it's like I, we like to say the, uh, the the setting is the character. That that was yeah. Exactly. That was a character. The timeline. The timeline is the character. There we go. Yeah, exactly. So the whole everything that was happening wasn't it was just like these little things, hints that as letting you know this is this is happening and this is why the mom is gone. Like it, it, it's telling you to to think more about not the not the movement itself, but the this is this is the reasoning why the mother disappeared mm-hmm. and you just kinda of trying to figure out those pieces so I, I you know i don't think it ever you know beat you over you know mm-hmm. beat, beat the shadow of you with it you know and at the end it, it just tied up nicely because it was one of the reasons why this side plot i feel like all her plots just kind of converged and yes when you're watching the movie you're like why is this having a side plot like this side plot is irrelevant and it just ended up looping in and it oh it just started right making sense yeah, you're like, oh, she's looking for a mom, but this stupid kid plot. What's going on? Yeah, you know. And and I, I thought the same as you. I thought, okay, this movie is gonna have sequels. The mother plot is gonna be through the three, four, however many movies, and then the kid plot is just self-contained. And then you have to no, they kind of tied it all up. They just kept the mother still out of reach. So it still is a plot that's still happening, but they pretty much tied it up pretty nicely that it's like she's just out there doing the work you know uh helping yeah. the movement yeah essentially did you know uh, that well actually you just mentioned you, we didn't know that those were gonna tie together no no not at all i i didn't there was it didn't cross my mind until it crossed her mind <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I, was like, oh, I was like i had this weird vibe that i'm like i don't know that there was that scene where you first see the kid hiding in the train and the family's like looking for them. I was like, man, the mom looks so shady. Like, there's just something about the mom. Is the mom trying to kill him so she can keep the money inheritance type thing? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, maybe the uncle too. Like, the uncle's going to marry her and keep the inheritance. I don't know. There's just something to do with the inheritance is what I kept thinking. Like, he's rich. And then, of course, when uh, when Enola finds out, oh, he's a lord. It's the vote. I'm like, oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> good, good, good way to kind of wrap it up together, you know? It, it mm-hmm. was it was a perfect way to tie these two plot lines that were you know on their separate way uh, were were separate but you were able to converge them together. I thought that was a really yep. nice touch. Um, mm. What did you think about her, like her smarts and shit like that? Did you you know did, did was it believable for you? Oh, for sure. Yeah, 
Uh, definitely, especially when when you see how smart the mom was, and of course, you know, you you already know through the training sequences, and just imagining that she was raised with a with a, a mother like that, that's very like like hard on you, but at the same time loving. Yeah. Because you could see they had fun together, like she loved her, but then at the same time, it's like, all right, cut the shit, let's fight. All right, now study this. All right, learn these languages, whatever. So yeah, it was completely believable. What I did like was that they. I thought they were raised together, the siblings, but uh. but in the movie, you know, they pretty much tell you that she wasn't. Like right in the beginning, she says it that the the two brothers go and leave, and then she's raised by herself. So it's kind of interesting to see where she got along with Sherlock and then clashed with Mycroft because he's more old school, like not gonna change. Yeah. While Sherlock never gave a shit. Yeah. He's like, traditional or not, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. But then there's that point that the um, that the, the teacher woman that she brings up to him. The, where oh, the, the lady with the was, coffee shop. Yeah, yeah training, there you go. It was, tea. It, 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 it was the tea shop. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, exactly. The the, the queue <laughs> uh, where she where she was pretty much saying, yeah, it doesn't you don't care about it because it doesn't affect you. You could just, you know, live normal and, and you're fine because you're a guy. So you could just move on and not worry about it. But so but I just like how they made him sympathetic to her cause. Like, oh, you kind of remind me. I, I, I think he was kind of thinking like, oh, you remind me of me a little bit. Like, you know, you're smart. You want to get adventures. You don't give a fuck about society rules like I don't give a fuck. The only difference is you're a woman, so you're like it's frowned upon. While me, I just come off as a weirdo, and that's okay. Yeah. So it was just kind of cool to see the uh, the way they they melded together, while the other brother was completely clashing. Like, no, it's because he it makes sense because his his story always has been the government man, you know, very by the book, hard ass. So it just made sense to see the the clashing of the of the family the family dynamic. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed those two things, and they you know. Acting wise, they both did a really good job with mm-hmm. the whole thing. Um, uh, one of my favorite scenes from Sherlock is uh, hey, this is at the end practically uh, when he when he runs into the when he's going to the police station after he figured out the crime uh, that there was oh, a yeah. drama the whole time. He walks into the police station and the guy tried to stop him. He's like, "Please!" <laughs> he just kept walking in. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. he's just like, "Please!" Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and then when when he when he got out of the meeting and he found out that Nola is the one who figured it out, and he and he just yeah. started. He did that weird laugh, like, "Ha!" <laughs> uh, yeah. I, that was just that whole sequence. I just it was just very interesting how how uh, yeah, how yeah. he acted. You know, I, I just love that sequence. It was it was it was on point the way he did it. Yeah, it was like, "Damn, my, my sister knows what's up." Like, like, "Damn, I taught her well," or whatever. You know, it yeah, was pretty cool. It was good, um, and, and I like that she was able to disguise herself and sneak up on him, kind of like how he does. He does the same thing, so she just used his move on him. Like I have no doubt that she had read his stories and knows his exploits. Yeah, so well, she probably learned she from him as well. She was saying that she she uh, she clipped out all his his uh, oh, his articles. You're so right. She I read everything about, about him all the time, and uh, yeah. so she mentions that when they were talking. She's like, "I clipped everything out." about your story that's right yeah so yeah it, it, yeah, it just all made sense it, oh, it, did it, it, sure. it was it was um like you said it, it just melded so well together the characters the plot lines yeah. and, and and like um and uh how helen bottom carter also you know in her quirkiness it worked very very well in this movie mm, mm-hmm. right because she's an actress that they always pick for quirky roles 
always like she's yeah. never normal she's always never. she's always something eccentric in some way and then she was eccentric with this as well it wasn't as exaggerated but you no. can tell there was something again that whole family is just fucked like they're, they're, <laughs> they're just so strange in some way yeah. so yeah it, it definitely worked out for her um uh it, it, it overall though the movie really did get me excited for sequels if it happens but yeah, if it happens, i would sure. like i would like for them to do you know yeah another just to see how how it goes did you did you uh, uh when the mystery was happening of you know who's after this kid were did you figure it out or did you just figure it out with enola also oh no I, like i said I, I figured it out with enola because I, I was just thinking the inheritance thing uh-huh and then i was like oh it's the vote nice no, but I'm talking about like the person who was trying to kill him. Oh, did you figure that out with Enola? No. Or did you... Oh shit! It's good you brought that up. No, I did not. That's totally. Um, I mean, I know a lot of a couple movies have used that type of. Th- it was like a Zootopia, like type twist. Like, oh shit! You're doing this to like what the fuck? <laughs> like yeah. the, the most innocent person, you know? Because yeah. I, I had a vibe the whole time. You know, at first I was like, oh, yeah, you know, she's she's probably not down for the cause. But like that treehouse scene, like solid to me, solidified like, oh, no, she didn't yell for help or anything. So, yeah, she's on her side. But nope. (laughs) (laughs) It was more like, oh, find my kid. So then find my great my grandson. So then we can kill him type of thing. Yeah, essentially. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's what I think it was. It's like clearly my hitman is failing. Maybe you can do it and then we'll just follow you or something. Yeah. Uh, I figured it out with with Enola also when you know clearly when the grandma has a shotgun right there in his face, um, yeah. So I, I figured it out with the grandma, but what I found interesting also is that she also killed her kid. Yeah, dude, that was fucking nuts. I'm like shit, dude. Like you really want to keep the status yeah. quo that you you're going out of the way to kill your kid? Yeah, I mean, I I knew he had the armor because that was like a good way they set it up when he was do- yeah, when he was they, dodging they the bullets they super set it up when 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 right. it, when they shot it then the camera looked at it you know like oh all right th- yeah. this is going to come into play somehow yeah I, I was like he's going to run holding it as a shield or he's going to put it as a as a as a bulletproof vest and when he got shot i was like bulletproof vest there you go yeah. it's the the back to the future clint eastwood uh move so essentially yeah that's probably the only moment where I was like, oh, yeah, so predictable. But really, for the most part, the rest of the movie, I was like, oh, yeah. I did not see that. No, for sure. Did you think the cop uh, was bad? No. Uh, only because he is an established character in Sherlock Holmes. Is like He's okay. like Sherlock's not really best friend because that's Watson, but like the one that he always works with as the cops. I knew like, he wasn't like bad. Gordon? I was just like, huh? He's the Gordon? Yes, it's exactly it. He's the Lieutenant Gordon, and Sherlock is the Batman, and then uh, <laughs> Watson. Watson's the Robin. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh, he's just, you know, he's just being a, a pawn. He's not bad. He's just. I thought he would have worked with her near the end, but that moment never happened. It was just her solving the the mystery, and he's like, oh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't know. I, I thought for a quick second he was bad when he was trying to get mm-hmm. her in the hotel room yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh man this guy's uh he's he's doing some foolish things here so i thought mm-hmm. for a quick second he was bad um and then you kind of realize that he's just you know again he was getting played <laughs> yeah yeah but overall man yeah uh, overall i like the movie i agree any last thoughts pedro 
Mm, no, I think we hit them all. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six. There are six books, actually. Wow. S- six books. They. She wrote them from 2006 to 2010. I wonder if Damn, they're going to actually uh, keep it going then. That'd be cool. Hmm. I'll have to look it up. I, I I haven't heard anything about it getting greenlit for any sequel. Because, you know, Netflix is really quick on the trigger when it comes to that. Like Extraction. Or, or Buzz. There, wasn't, there hasn't or been buzz. much Buzz. There was more no, Buzz before right. than after it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's probably... The main reason why I think there isn't as much Buzz is because I saw the trailer. So I knew she was talking to herself and all that. You know, breaking the fourth wall. But oh, when you look at the trailer, it's very kiddie. The trailer is very kiddie-like. And then it's like... It's PG thirteen. It's it's not, it's not PG. You know, it doesn't feel like it's PG. No, so, it doesn't feel PG at all. Yeah, I I think the the way they advertised it was incorrect. They should have they should have bumped it up a little more, like shown a little bit more. I don't know action in the trailers, and then it'd be like, oh okay, it's one of these types of movies. But they definitely pandered it to like little kids, and and I think that's the main reason why there isn't a lot of buzz. And it def I don't think it's a little kid movie to be honest with you. I think no, it's more like a teenager movie, if anything. Yeah. Do you, Do you think your kid would like it, or you think he would just kind of be like, no, "What the w- fuck"? He, w- he wouldn't know what the fuck is happening, because the whole yeah. point of this, of these type of movies, is the mystery, right? So He's if you don't understand the, the mystery and you can't follow it, then you're not gonna, you're not gonna know yeah. what's up. So I, I think yeah, this so is a perfect movie for like teenagers, you know, tweens and teenagers, and yeah, yeah. And if they were trying to get them, they should have never been marketed as a as a as a kid movie. Should have been marketed as like a teenager movie, you know. With more, I think they market more they, marketing. This is about on the Harry Potter level, I would say. I think they should have marketed like the last Harry Potter movies, like you know the yeah. last three movies essentially, but not the first few mm-hmm. movies because the first few movies were kiddie. And I think that the way that the last three were marketed as a spectacle, as a because there was there was no kitty shit happening in those trailers. It was more solemn or grim. So I think yeah, if, those last ones were real grim. So I think if you're trying to go after the teenagers, I think you should have just showed more of uh, the mystery and her doing her thing instead of you know mm-hmm. the happy moments or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It is what it is, Pedro. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed this discussion review of Enola Holmes a Netflix movie let us know your thoughts did you enjoy the movie did you figure out the mystery before the before Enola or did you figure it out with her let us know your thoughts till next time bye bye <laughs>